Hey guys, it's Andrew Rip. I cannot wait to see you guys in Spokane with Shine 1049. It's uplifting and always encouraging with Andrew Rip on Shine 1049 in Spokane and 949 in Post Falls and Coeur d'Alene, connecting you to some of your favorite Christian concerts like Mercy Me. Shine1049.org. Rank Collective going to be part of that concert. Just talked with Gareth last week. And today, our guest is Andrew Rip. I don't think I've ever interviewed you before. So tell us a little bit Not about yet. Andrew Rip. You're a hubby, you're a daddy. First, that's the most important thing. So tell us a little about that <laughs> yeah so i met my wife carly we lived in la for a while um right after our college years and i met her kind of during that time and um we got married in i don't know it's been like 13 14 years and moved to nashville pretty quickly after we got married and started kind of this you know quest to be a musician <laughs> she was my manager for a while it was awesome um, and then the more we work together, we realized maybe we shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> so she moved on and started doing interior designing, which she is just such a gifted interior designer. She's an artist in her own right. And, um, you know, she found her thing. And then we wound up uh, having a little girl. We adopted a little girl. Her name's Frances. In 2018, she was born on November 22nd. Um, after about a five-year waiting period where it was just a tough time where we were just praying and hoping and believing, and finally the Lord came through after a five-year just grueling process of praying a prayer that wasn't being answered with this incredible, beautiful girl. She was born um, on Thanksgiving 2018. While we were eating Thanksgiving dinner, she came early, and we got a phone call or a text message. It was like, Oh, by the way, get back here as soon as you possibly can because your daughter was just born. This is wow. So we caught a red-eye flight from uh, visiting some family and landed in Nashville the next morning super early. We stopped at a friend's house to grab a car seat and some diapers because we didn't have anything. They let us borrow their car seat and diapers. They were due with their own baby like two or three months after. So they were like, here, take ours. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and... um it was it was just chaos and so beautiful and now you know any adoptive parent knows it would totally agree with me on this but like we think about it all the time we're like that was a tough five years but knowing what we were waiting for i would yeah. absolutely do it again wow so when you guys moved to nashville did you have aspirations <laughs> to do christian music or was it a different style or how'd you end up in christian music <clears throat> yeah i mean i come from I grew up kind of in the church. I wouldn't say totally in the church. We were in Chicagoland area, northwest suburb called Palatine. So it was really close to a church called Willow Creek when I was growing up, which was a massive church. And my parents went there at the very early stages and kind of was around it. The music didn't really have a relationship really with the Lord until mid-20s. Had a come-to-Jesus moment. And... um had already been making music, but always had that truth in me, you know, always knew that there was something more, um, didn't know how to express it. Uh, so my songs really came out in the form of like love songs and just stories about the life I was in the midst of and the struggles I was in the midst of. So maybe about, I don't know, 10 years into my career, 
I had been a, in the singer-songwriter space, so just kind of like, you know, acoustic guitar guy writing a song, coffee shop style. And um, I, I had this moment deep in a tour. Uh, I was in the midst of a tour, and I, I was having these panic attacks. This was like 2016, and I'd never had one before, but came to realize that it was my body was reacting to some fears that I was having about the direction my life was going. And I honestly believe it was the Lord that was using these things to kind of, you know, wake me up because I was heading in the wrong direction. I put my guitar down after that because it just, I didn't know what else to do. Like it was kind of survival mode. I just needed to let the music thing go because I was struggling. Um, and I don't know, it was probably two years where the guitar was in the, in the case. I didn't bust it out at all. And just started this kind of journey of who is Andrew Rip without the guitar, you know, that, which was scary because that's all I'd known up until that point. Yeah. And um, this identity stuff started coming up. It was like, I started to realize how much of me I based my worth on whether or not people would connect to my music, which is not a good place to be, which then resulted in those panic attacks because, you know, like that, that is not, that's a moving target. Not everybody's going to like your music. <laughs> so when you encounter somebody who doesn't, it would crush me, you know? Yeah. So during two years, I began to just kind of write in my journal more rather than write songs to create something because I needed songs and I needed to be loved. It was more like, all right, Lord, I'm in whatever you want to do. And so I just started writing journal entries that, wound up a couple years later turning into a whole new kind of song, you know? And that's when the door opened into the Christian space. It was like, I've always, I've been a believer a long time, but just that wasn't where I thought I was headed. And when I let go of the control, that's when it just naturally began to make more sense that the music I was making would belong in a specific space. And I'm so grateful. I mean, that Jericho song that you guys, you probably know me from that song. Mm -hmm. Like, I, that thing came from an encounter with fear. Like, that song came by way of panic attacks. I needed a battle song around fear. You know, I needed to remind myself that it wasn't something that I needed to live under. So I, it went from me making songs in hopes that people would like me to me making weapons for people that I can pass out. Oh, I love that. It's amazing how how we think we are headed for a certain destination and God says, nope, nope, you're my child and I'm mm -hmm. going to lead you. And then you're like, okay, right. where am I going, God? <laughs> yes. And you know what's awesome about that is if you're still in the place of, you know, you're, you're still dri driving the ship, there's grace. It's it, This is not a... We don't figure it out. Even when we do surrender, we got to do it again, you know? And I think that's a daily, that's the daily bread idea. This isn't, you go to the word once and then you're cool. Like, we're leaky vessels. We need to fill up every single day. That's, that's kind of where I'm at now. It's like, okay, this is not something that I did and I'm good now. It's like, okay, this is a daily practice. I need to let go of control every day or I'll wake up in a year and I'll be driving again. 
Our guest today, part of the Inhale Exhale Tour with Mercy Me, is Andrew Ripp. And you know for the song Jericho. And it's been a journey as God has led him and guided him in his life. And I like how he says we're leaky vessels and we need to be refilled. God needs to refill us with his promises on a daily basis. And so, Andrew Rip3, the journey that you've been on in your life, and maybe even the journey over the last couple of years, like we've all been on, is there a verse that you lean into? Well, yeah, because my thing that usually takes over is fear. I know everybody's got their own kind of like vices that sometimes kind of rear up. But for me, I've found a theme around fear. And you know the the powerful verse that you, it's it's a it's a famous verse, but it's just written on my wall, you know, because I need to see it every day. Which is Second Timothy one seven. He did not give us the spirit of timidity and fear, but of peaceful and a powerful and a sound mind. So anytime fear enters my brain, I know exactly what to do with it. This didn't come from him, so I need to exchange it for peace. Remind myself that I'm in good hands, you know. Yeah, it's been very powerful for me. You know, I, I love, I love that song, Jericho. I love the song, Rejoice too. I'm always like, man, oh, when that awesome. song comes on, I'm in the car. I'm like singing so loud. Yeah. So tell us, uh, tell us about oh. the song, Rejoice. Yeah, that one came while we were waiting for Francis, my little girl, oh. during the five year period. I woke up, probably year four. We were really struggling, kind of getting to that place of despair, which I describe as kind of like the the town after depression you get to, you get into depression town and then you get to despair which is scary and uh i was struggling to even put my feet on the ground in the morning i would just lay in bed and i'm just like lord what are you doing i don't even have a desire to get up and one morning um i found the energy to make my way from the bedroom to the piano and i sat down and remembered that verse about how we don't just rejoice when things are going well we rejoice always and again, I say rejoice. So I started screaming out those words, even though I didn't feel them. And uh, I'm glad I did. <laughs> I'm really glad I did. Amen. Me too. Because they uh, powerfully moved. Uh, they, they moved me from despair to hope, you know. So now you're rejoicing because you're on tour with Mercy Me. <laughs> so That's right. Tell That's us what, right. what can we expect from the show or what it, what's that? What do you hope everyone's going to take home with them from that show? I mean, for me, what I've experienced so far is just, you know, the thing is called inhale, exhale. And I, I'm, I'm more seeing the exhale. People are in the room just letting go, you know, like feeling this peaceful, um, gift that we all have, but we're receiving it while we're there. There's something about singing songs together that can powerfully change the atmosphere of a room, which I've seen in my own life. But at this specific tour, I, I see it manifest nightly. It's so cool. So if you need a release to just exhale and know you're okay, this is a great place to go and get reminded. You know, it's a great reminder and it's fun. It's really been fun to see concerts coming back this year, and it's going to be great to see you on stage, Andrew. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes with us. Well, well, thank you so much. We'll see you all soon. Hey, guys, it's Andrew Ripp. I cannot wait to see you guys in Spokane with Shine 104.9. Shine 104.9.